Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to Just Talking. Today is Wednesday, January 23rd. We're going to be talking about inventions that didn't get picked up, animals that weren't believed to be true, Katie's happy headline, Zimmer got a nice haircut, and we have some very special guests joining us soon. Let's talk about it. Anything and everything. Let's discuss this calmly and rationally. Come on in here. Let's talk about it. Wait, wait, wait. Let's discuss this. Boom. All right, this is coming to you on Wednesday. It's later in the day. We didn't get to record it on Tuesday because we've been busy, but we're going to put a notch up, Katie. We did four in a row now. You're looking at the board behind me? Yes. Four in a row. This will be posted on a Wednesday. It's Wednesday night, not Wednesday morning. That's fine. That's fine. Is that right? fine? Right, that's fine. That's right. That's fine, guys. Okay, we still did it. I had someone message me, Aaron. He's like, hey, is there just talking going out today? No. No, yeah. you didn't. I swear. What's this person's name? Aaron. Aaron from Israel, we call him, because when he first started talking and following and inter- interacting mm. he was staying in israel see hi aaron in israel i'm showing you the phone is there an episode of just talking today oh aaron we're see? a little late but yes we do have an episode for you see? thanks for tuning in people get upset when you're late <laughs> well when i'm late yeah you're late i'm always ready to go no this yeah. is your fault. No, I'm always I'm always recording. No. This is my third this is my no. third podcast today and I have to record one later tonight. It's a four episode day for me. Jeez. You should probably pick a better day to do to just talking because obviously I do pick a better day. I pick what I pick Tuesdays <laughs> and we're recording on Wednesday now. <laughs> right, anyway, Katie's in my office. Oh. I have to tell them what you're wearing. You're wearing jeans that are cuffed up with nice long white socks and sloth slippers. They're slippers with sloth's face on it. And a nice beige uh, long sleeve shirt it's with cream color. Cream, that's a better term for it. Cream with, with gray brown stripes. Stri- with gray stripes. Brown? I don't know. I just said I said a color. And they've got buttons on them. Yeah, very nice. She's sitting at the second desk in my office. My office has come a long way. I got a couch in here now. <sighs> Zimmer's bed, second desk. I'm wearing my, a blue sweatshirt and, and basketball shorts. What I wear every day. Every day. And, Kate, and Zimmer is sitting on the floor with his nice new haircut. Smells good now, huh, Katie? I mean, the good smell is worn off, but he's still clean. No, he was a walking fart bag earlier. He smelled really... Every time he walked past you, you got a whiff. That that hasn't... He might not smell clean anymore, but he's not even smelled dirty yet. That was what I said. That was my point. That's exactly what I said. Okay. I just thought you meant he smelled bad earlier. No, I said the good aroma has worn off, but he doesn't yet smell bad. Yeah. He likes being clean. He likes his bed. He shit all over the house the other day. Yep. I, I came home from work to a puddle of liquefied poop. Yeah. Well, once Zimmer's... Thank God it wasn't Jimmy's, so he says. Wasn't mine. Once Zimmer goes to the farm up north, then we're, we'll get our own puppy. And Zimmer Jesus. now is training us for like puppy life. Because you know a circle of life, you shit your pants at the beginning, you shit your pants at the end. Yeah, but puppies are a lot more energetic than this and have a lot more needs than this. So I don't think that this really is good training for puppy life. Because once training. we get a puppy, we're going to be like, what the hell? 
what this isn't at all the same this puppy needs to go out every five seconds and needs to run around and and can't stop moving maybe we should just get an old dog no 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 no, no, no. be more energetic but zimmer has always been like this the only thing that we're missing is he used to he used to take about two five minute sections out of the day and just run figure eights in the yard just like wind himself <laughs> He was the fastest dog. And then he'd stop and say, well, that was fun. He is fast. Back to bed. He was always the fastest dog at the dog park when we used to take him to California. David, my friend David, didn't believe me because he's all white and fluffy. You wouldn't think he's fast. And he's kind of goofy looking. You'd think he'd be really gawky. And he is. He runs gawky. He runs really... Yeah, inside a house, he hops around. When he's outside, he runs... He hops. Yeah. That's that's the right description. But he hops at an angle. He's like a bunny. He's like... Yeah, well, now he's all old. He's so old. He is uh, so old to the point where I was try- I was giving him a treat and I tried to get him to earn the treat and like sit down. I did the gesture for sit and it took him about two solid minutes to get himself into a ready position to sit. Not yeah. to sit, to get himself into a ready position to sit. Yeah, it's like- which, incl- which involved him shaking his butt very slowly, adjusting his pelvis and then kind of like approaching the floor yeah it's kind of like you can hear the sound of a creaky rocking chair when you watch him like it sounds not there we're just like yeah oh boy up those legs i solved a raccoon crisis <laughs> yes jimmy we are very proud of you he is very proud of himself uh he learned early this week that we have raccoons <clears throat> Or a raccoon. I only saw one. It was the fat. king, the king of all raccoons. Apparently, it was the size of our dog. Yeah, it was. It was, it was up there with Zimmer. The big raccoon is fat because it's been eating our garbage because we've been so careless. Bought new garbage cans. Got bungee cords. Strapped them down. Bought some pesticide stuff. Now I take pride in my garbage cans. I don't want Zimmer to ever leave us. Well, he will one day die. Well, before he dies, he's got to go back to your parents' house. I don't. Them. Oh, you don't want him to go back to my parents' house. You mm-hmm. want him to stay in this house. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll see how that goes. My mom loves him too, so. I know everybody loves Zimmer. Okay. It'd be selfish of me to keep him, but I am cherishing every moment I get to spend with him. We'll see how you feel after tonight because we're going to have more visitors in the house. Your parents are coming to town. We're going to go pick that up from the airport as soon as we finish recording this. I know that was your segue into the next topic because you want to get off the other topic. But I don't know what that what difference that would make. I'll still love Zimmer the same. What if your parents don't want Zimmer around? They're like, hey mom, can you can can you take Zim for a little bit? How dare you insinuate that my parents wouldn't adore Zimmer the way that I do? <laughs> well, not everyone how adores dare you, Zimmer. How dare you suggest that anyone wouldn't like Zimmer? Some people don't. At all. We had a guest over Christmas that didn't like him. Who? I'm not naming names. Snotty. Snotty. She didn't like no, Zimmer? No, she didn't like Zimmer at all. Is she not a dog person? I don't know. <sighs> don't, don't. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> I like Noni, but. <laughs> all right, are you excited about your parents coming? Seeing where you live? Uh, Yes. I'm. Ve- my mom's already been here. This your is my dad dad's hasn't. first time out here. I'm very excited for my dad to see the Jersey Shore and to see where I live now and where I work. At the Jersey Shore. He's going to be freezing. I don't think it's that cold. It's in the 50s now. He'll be fine. Yeah, actually, it did. But if he, if we get a day 
like we got two days ago. The house, the wind was blowing through the house. I don't think we're supposed to, though. I think the weather's supposed to persist like this. All right. Well, we'll ask your dad. He always knows all the weather. Yes, my father is the weatherman, as we mentioned on the last week's episode. Anything else you want to talk about before we go into some of these topics I got lined up for us? Uh, oh, should I go back to work as a preschool teacher? Just a question you want? Yeah. Why you've been considering this? Uh, no, a customer came in and he he's a, a, an old regular of the Crabs Claw, and they all have a connection to a woman who runs her own preschool mm-hmm. and daycare in Point Pleasant. And he said I should contact uh, Christine and ask her for a job. They'd be they'd be happy to hire me. Well, I think that all depends on a lot of things. Yeah. Like if if they can offer you benefits, then maybe it's not a bad time for the time being but you're about to make bank when summer comes around yeah at crab's claw but either then either of those plans aren't working into the actual plan the the eventual plan so all right all right listeners cast your vote cast your ballot yes in the in the in the short text hashtag katie goes to preschool to 88727. Here's the pros and cons it's an from both. Interesting combination of numbers that I just came up with. Here's the pros and cons <laughs> to both from my from my end, okay? Preschool. Pro. You're so very good with kids. And you're really good with kids, so you will be great at it. Pro. You'll feel more fulfilled after the day's end. Pro. It might include benefits because your last preschool job included benefits. Con, you'll be sick a lot because those kids get you sick all the time. Con, you'll be way more worn down at the end of the day than you are from waitressing because the kids run you ragged. Con, longer commute. (laughs) Yeah, I think the cons outweigh the pros. I'm not doing it. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, there's some pros there. The money may be better. Yeah. Now, it won't be better in the summer. Yeah, the summer is supposed to be really good. I just can't handle getting sick. I'm such a baby when I get sick, and I work with kids. Is I would such get a baby. Sick. It's really adorable, but I think only if you're in love with her. I think anyone else wouldn't tolerate it because... You are worse. You are much worse when you're in pain or when you're sick. No, I'm not. No, that's not true. That's I'm, not I'm true worse. at all. I'm worse. <laughs> I just gut through whatever. That's not true. But you're definitely not as bad as I am. Yeah, you, I'll give you, I'll give you that. You I'm, frown I'm a like big a baby. cartoon character. I just can't help it. I just need someone to be by my side <laughs> and like go through it with me. I don't like being alone. Anytime I get sick or or have a you know throw out my back or whatever, I feel like I'm dying. I feel like this is just like the precursor to my death. <laughs> yes. I don't want to be alone for your that. Your mom is very good at taking care of you. My mom. I'm very good at taking me. care of you. My dad I, takes really good care of yeah, me too I'm when saying, I'm sick. People that love you, but anyone else that's like a casual friend would be like, get the fuck out of here with this routine. <laughs> I told you I told you about when I got sick. Uh, I went to visit my friend in Portland. It was my first time. Like We'd just become friends on our... We'd met in our tour group to Belize. And we'd become like fast, close friends. And I went to visit her in Portland. It would have been the first time I saw her since the trip. And I got there and that night I ended up getting like food poisoning or something. I remember getting texts. I, I couldn't sleep. Finally, I woke her up. I was like, I don't know what's happening. I think I'm dying. And she's just like, oh, let's get you some turmeric tea. And then you go shut the fuck up and go back to bed. <laughs> <laughs> 
Still, mm. still, I consider her still a good friend. We we still keep in touch. We're supposed to plan a trip soon. Hopefully, I don't get sick on that one. You might. But she handled that like a champ. <laughs> she yeah. did. Yeah. All right. Let let's uh, change now <laughs> to our main topics. I don't have one main one like we've been doing. It's uh, but it's just kind of some interesting facts I ran across that I want to get your opinion on. Here's a cool thing. There's a company that sells bikes and they put them in boxes, right? Mm-hmm. And their damage rate was so high when they would ship their bikes to their customers, they would always get damaged. So what they did was they put a picture of a television on the side of the box so that the shipping and handling people will think it's a TV and naturally just treat it with so much more care. And the damages went down crazy. There's a number about it. The 80% decrease in damage. Yeah, yeah damage has dropped 80% since then, according to the company. Even after a Wall Street Journal reporter spilled the beans by tweeting out the deception last year, the drop in damages has reportedly stayed consistent. That is such a good idea because people That's think brilliant. bikes are indestructible. Like if I right. saw a box with a bike on it, I would not be nearly as careful as I would with a box of a TV on it. I'm not trying to be rude to the bike. I just think bikes are more. <laughs> People value bikes less. That's what that. That's what this teaches us. Or they don't realize jerks. how fragile bikes can be. Yeah. Not put together in a box. Yeah. Shout out to the Dutch, and they love their bikes because they're about to ban cars over there. That's their goal in like Dutch cities to be completely car free, pedestrian cities. Uh, okay. Yeah. Can we do that here, on the island? Uh, you have to park your car off the island and then ride a bike in. There are places like that. There's like cul-de-sacs and there's like neighborhoods in Disneyland or Florida that have it like that. And it's like I bet the island would only. sink a lot slower if, if we did that. Got rid of all the cars. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But that's pretty cool. Yeah, but in Scandinavian, list of carless placers. Denmark. Yeah, Copenhagen. It's pretty cool, right? No cars. It would be cool to go there and like just walk around. There's no cars and everyone's yeah, on Yeah, that'd bikes. be really nice. That's the dream. You just to keep your car. I don't know. I don't know. So that was cool. Good advertising by them. Now everyone knows. Next thing I found. Alexander Graham Bell offered to sell his telephone patent to Western Union for $100,000 in 1876. The committee What would that be in today's money? A lot of money, I would guess. I don't know. Want me to convert? Yeah. I want to know. Okay. Inflation calculator. U.S. dollars. Okay. So what was it? 100000 in 1876. 100000 The oldest I can go back. Oh, no. I can go back 1876. And I can go to 2017. It was... Ooh. I got to count numbers. One, two, three, two million three hundred thirty-seven thousand eight hundred ninety-nine dollars. That's I was gonna guess two million, somewhere around two million. Two point three million. And the committee appointed to investigate the offer concluded the telephone was hardly more than a toy and inherently no use to us. So they passed on it. Idiots. Real two million. That's a that's a steal too. Yeah, well, it does seem like a steal this time. They had no idea. It's always funny though, because I was looking at this thread. It is always funny when new stuff comes around, and companies don't have the foresight. Like companies that are 
geniuses and really rich and they did well. But they have to but pick and choose through so many different patents and, and ideas that investments. they don't have time to, I mean, like if they, you know, first glance, they don't think it's a, a good product or something that could take off then. Yeah. And far be it from us to say that a telephone, I mean, I probably would have thought the same thing. Like, what the hell is this? Why would I spend money on I this? I probably scoffed at every new invention. Like when the iPod came out, I was like, no, yeah. I love my CDs. <laughs> oh well i get pretty excited about every new yeah i'm not technological advance but well i'm not anymore i used to be growing up like now i'm good with what i got but on the reddit thread here it has a bunch of other things at&t scoffed at the internet <coughs> and pushed it away and sears didn't put their catalog on the web just people just get sears not putting their catalog on the web is insane you know, like about that, have you ever read, like Sears had the infrastructure, they had places in every single city. They had a catalog that people well, mailed to Well, like Sears and Ro- Roebuck were the first, that was the first department store to ever have a magazine. Yes. Catalog, All they had to they do s- was copy and paste the magazine onto a website and, and make an email order form so people could order. They had the, they had the warehouses set up. Like what Amazon has now, warehouses everywhere in the ship. Sears had it 100% set up. They just didn't believe in the use of the internet. The internet. All they had they're to do was anti- copy and paste their catalog and put it on the web and they would be Amazon right now. Instead, they're going out of business. Do you think that's because that company was run by an old white man who refused to change or grow? I don't know if they're old or white. It could have been an old lady. They're probably white because it got founded so early ago and the history is messed up. But who... I don't think being old or white has anything to do with it. Maybe being old. They just didn't really think it was going to pan out. But it's so stupid. One of the biggest mistakes. Kodak invented the digital camera, Katie. Mm-hmm. But it's in, in its early years, it was like worse than film. Like digital cameras quality is worse than film. Yeah. So they were like, eh, they invented it. And they're like, this ain't going to be anything. So they sold the rights and kept the film. And then they like lost out. So it's crazy to think that like someone would take such an uh, an advanced idea or new technology and not think like instead of thinking oh this the the quality of a digital image isn't as good as film yeah and instead of saying like well let's try and work and work on this and improve it they exactly. just toss to the side and like yeah screw it yeah I just read that not like, worth our time at the time it wasn't really worth it but they didn't like try to improve it so they sold the rights and then other people improved it wow yeah. Uh, Netflix turned Blockbuster turned down Netflix for fifty million. Like Netflix had offered to be bought by Blockbuster, and Blockbuster said no. Now Netflix is a giant, and Blockbuster no longer exists. Yeah, thank God, because if Blockbuster was in, tro- in control of what Netflix Netflix now is, it would be terrible. Probably wouldn't because they were bad leaders, obviously. Yeah. Crazy. I don't think Block. Uh, Blockbuster didn't go under because of their leadership. They went under because it was a... Well, their leadership passed on... Well, yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. On all that. Thanks. Bell envisioned a telephone in every town, just like one town, so you could like call each other back then. Like a phone. Yeah. That's what they had, though, for a while, isn't it? They had like each village or each little county had their own telephone, their own, uh, like a phone booth. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's a quote from Thomas Watson, the president of IBM in 1943. He said, I think there's a world market for maybe five computers. 
But back then, computers were like giant full rooms, cysts, like full rooms yeah. of like mechanical equipment. Just crazy to look back and see. You know, like in sports, you do that for draft picks or trades. Like, what could have been? But like in the business world, it's almost crazier to even look at it and like, what the hell? The Sears thing is mind-blowing. I understand when, when someone's trying to reinvent something. Like, the telephone had never existed. So to be like, I don't know if people will use this. I can see having that thought process. The internet, same thing. It was like, what do you mean? I don't even get it. How does this work? Totally understand being weirded out. Uh, Blockbuster, Netflix saying, hey, we have this thing where we mail people DVDs. And they're like, no, we want them to come into the store. That's how like we sell more by them coming in. So I can understand those. But Sears, not just putting their catalog on the internet is so stupid. Yeah, just lazy. It's really what they they could have hired one guy every month. Copy and paste the catalog. Yeah. Weird. Weird. Crazy. Weird. The next thing I found out is that Ronald McDonald was required to tell children that McDonald's hamburgers grew in a magic hamburger patch and were picked whole. So children weren't upset about cows dying. That's messed up. Would you make, would you like it if your hamburger was picked from a farm? Just picked like that? Magical meat patty? Yeah, I'd be, I'd be much happier with that (laughs) knowledge. Ugh. It's pretty crazy. This is straight up lying. This is lying worse than this. Yeah, this is bad. This is like worse than telling your kids that the tooth fairy exists. Ooh, Evelyn, don't let Annabella listen to this. Uh, it's so weird because it's straight up just lying. There is a, there's a podcast I listen to sometimes called The Decoder Ring. Mm-hmm. And they did a whole episode about the, I might have talked about this already, about clowns. Yeah, we we listened to, I think we listened to it together, or I fell asleep in the car yeah, one day we when we were driving to LBI. Yeah, listening but to how it. clowns went from funny to to friendly, and then to like really creepy, and then to scary. And it's pretty interesting. And Ronald McDonald played a part in that, because Ronald McDonald made it friendly at first. Mm-hmm. And then people were like, wait, that's fucking weird. Guy just is like for kids. Like it's kind of creepy. <laughs> so it was interesting. Go listen to that podcast if you're interested in the, the cultural cycle of clowns. Next thing I found. Scientists who first discovered the platypus thought it was fake. Although indigenous aboriginal people already knew of the creature, European scientists assumed an egg-laying, duck-billed, beaver-tailed, otter-footed, venomous mammal had to be an elaborate hoax. It's venomous? I guess so. Do you like the platypus? I mean, I don't dislike platypi. You like sloths. Would it be platypi? Platypuses. I like sloths. What does that have to do with anything? Oh, they're both weirdly gross animals. They're not gross. The platypus does look fake. Just go Google platypus and look at it, images of it. And yeah, it totally looks like I'm looking at images on Google right now and I still don't believe it's real. It looks like a beaver got its face stuck mm. in the skydiver's shoe. <laughs> it looks like an otter mixed with like a duck and... I'm actually kind Something of like else. so yeah, out this on is, platypuses. Yeah, I'm not a huge... I don't know about this one. I still don't it's think like they're prehistoric real. to me. They're fake looking. 
I don't know. Oh, looks like a science experiment gone wrong. Yeah, nasty. I'm not a fan of like all. I think what really bothers me is their beak. Their it, beak, obviously. It doesn't look like a real thing. It looks but their like, webbed fingers are weird, too. No, the beak doesn't look like it belongs. It looks like every platypus at birth has a rubber face mask jammed onto its nose. Hmm. What the fuck? I don't get it at all. I'm out on platypus. Get out of here. Wait, the world's oldest wild platypus. How how old is it? I don't know. I'm going to find out. Oh, it's got like a... What is that? No, you're not talking. We got to talk on the podcast. What are you looking at? So they're expected to live no more than 12 years. Same with Zimmer, but he's 13. This one is 21 years old. Wow. What's this magic? What's the magic, huh? Lives in Melbourne. Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne. We had Melbourne. a guest on Talking Yanks from Melbourne recently. All right, you ready for Katie's Happy Headlines? Thank you so much for that introduction, Jimmy. First on Katie's Happy Headlines, we have Aldi introduces wages higher than the real living wage after supermarket has record year. Good for Next them. up, Aldi goes out of business, paid their employees <laughs> too much money. <laughs> Went bankrupt. Uh, let's see. The Republic of Congo has created its fifth national park protecting western lowland gorilla- gorillas, chimpanzees, elephants, and other threatened wildlife. Yeah, that's awesome. I get very excited about anything that has to do with um, animals animals, and ecology. Oh. UPS driver saves dog from drowning on icy pond. Oh. That was nice of him. Yeah, but I just pictured the dog on the pond and all by itself thinking and seeing its light flash before its eyes. The goalie on my hockey team in mm. middle school, dog fell through the ice on a pond and died. Katie just looked up at me with the saddest puppy dog face. Okay, she doesn't like it. She's about to cry. These are the happy headlines. Sorry for bringing them down. Keep going. Okay. Inspired by little free libraries, a little free pantry feeds hungry neighbors. That's lovely. Yeah, a.k.a. all the high teenagers are riding their bikes around eating food out of the pantry. Yeah, that's... What yeah. do you mean? Like in the city where homeless people are, it's just going to get ravaged. The reading thing makes sense because polite people read. People that are starving in need of food, they don't act in a civilized way. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. It's a good idea, but it, it there's no way, there's no way it's going to work. Yeah. Uh, where am I? Couple that runs nonprofit finds thousands in cash under the floorboard floorboards during home renovation. It sucks that like are they they don't have to use that for their nonprofit, I don't think. I don't know. If you find money you I don't think that I don't think that they're suggest I think they just threw that in like, oh this couple that just does as all a good. It's, it's just like an example of karma. They're just saying like, oh this couple that cuppy couple that runs a nonprofit so they do all this good work for nothing finally got their good karma they found cash under their floorboards Thirty thousand grand, maybe more wow that's awesome Jeez. 
To help this, uh, let's start over. Rewind. To help his grandmother stay hydrated, man creates water you can eat. Jelly drops that look like candy and appeal to people with dementia. Is that something that people with dementia struggle with, drinking water? Yeah, I think like the really, really bad parts of dementia, you forget how to talk, you forget how to like live. Mm. Seth Rogen always promotes it because his wife's mom has terrible mm. um, Alzheimer's. And she like forgot how she get like they said like someone like, forgot how to breathe. Like, you just forget how to be. I I used to volunteer at the senior center in my hometown, and we'd do bingo for the seniors. And there was one woman who had who was so far into her dementia she couldn't remember how to speak, and she couldn't remember how to swallow sometimes. So she you like she would have a lot of saliva in her mouth, and she it sounded kind of gross. But then as soon as I turned music on in the mess hall you saw her get up on her walker and start dancing and then you could hear some hear her t- trying to talk and it sounded more like words than it did when there was wow, no it's like the notebook it was really cool song. it was really cool i haven't forgotten to swallow in a while sometimes i drool <clears throat> pretty bad <laughs> it's been a while that was, that was amazing news about the awful wait oh, okay amazing I don't Amazing, know why. Why am- is that in quotes? I don't know. People write weird headlines. This headline's atrocious. Amazing news about the awful... G- <laughs> Come on. One more try. <laughs> Amazing news about the awful guinea worm parasite nearly eradicated. Goodbye, guinea Good- worm. <laughs> See ya, guinea worm. Good riddance. Peace out. Bitch. <laughs> Thank you. Alabama women final, uh, will finally have the right. Let's try that one again, too. Yeah, do it again. One more time. Can you edit all no, my mistakes no, out? No, we got to go to the airport. No editing today at all. Alabama women f- will. Oh, man. God. Really getting you. Reading is so hard. Okay. <clears throat> Alabama women will finally have the right to a legal midwife. Can you explain this to me as some a novice? Like, I thought midwives were a thing of the past. No, midwives... Um, I guess I guess they are a thing. I don't really know. I thought midwives were still... That was still something that was taught and... Basically, it's if, you want to give birth, if you want to give birth at your house, do you have a midwife? Yeah, I mean, midwives work in hospitals too, I thought. Well, why would they be illegal then? Because they're not doctors. Oh, okay. They're they just, don't have to go through... They're just women who birth kids. They they have like the same... I don't know. Yeah, they're women who specifically practice... So is this... It costs money giving to give, birth. It costs money to or, give birth at a hospital and stuff. So is this a way that... Midwives. Yeah, maybe. So it's like a... I hope, I, hope it's, I hope there's some certifications here. I hope it's not like a... Uh, no, they're they're trained like, a, like a, a marriage officiant. Like your friend just like signs no. up on like, hey, can you be my midwife? Yeah, take this. They're test. trained like nurses. Nurses. They go to they go through schooling the same amount of schooling as nurses do. So this is will help people who can't afford just, to give birth in a hospital. Yeah, I th- that's what my guess is. Well, that's nice of them. That ends the happy headlines. They're done. Which leads us right into indulgence. Before you disperse, I would beg your indulgence for a moment. Caitlin, what have you been watching lately? Uh, I finished 
sex education. I think I said that on the last episode. Yeah, you were watching that last episode. We had a debate but about that. But I hadn't that. finished it yet. Yeah. It was good. I liked the ending. It was really cute. Um, very graphic, sexually explicit, um, and funny. There were some parts that really made me laugh out loud. I heard you laughing sometimes. Yeah, there was one scene that uh, had me dying. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I liked that. That was really good. I'm reading Queen Sugar which is a show on Oprah, on Oprah's network own. And I looked at the trailer to try and like put a face to the characters because I couldn't, I couldn't, like I have a face for the main character, but for one of the characters that she, like her, so anyways, I was trying to see if maybe like the actors in the show would help me to create an image in my head for it. But the show seems like it's a completely different story. Like entire, like not even relatively close to the same as the book. So that's bummer. Yeah, it's really disappointing because I was going to go and watch it after I finished the book. <laughs> um, the book I started the book in the summer though, and it was a slow beginning, and so I kind of put it to the side. But now I'm in between books, so I thought I'd finish it, and I like it. I'm I'm much more interested in it than I was before. How much? How how much did you read before you put it aside? Did you do my rule? I read about a quarter. I got a quarter of the way through. Okay. My rule is 50 pages. I won't give up on a book until it's 50 pages. And if I get past the 50 pages, then it's the half, the halfway mark. This book is like 300 pages. So 50 pages, then 150 pages. That would be my rule. Oh, okay. Like if I'm not in by 50 pages, I I, got to read at least 50 pages because some books take so long to get going. Yeah. One another 50 more pages. Do I like it? Yes. Okay. Then I got to read 100 more if it's 300 page book. I oh, I see what you're saying. Got it. Got it. And then at, if at halfway, I'm still not interested at all, then I allow myself to give up. Otherwise, I start reading books and stop all the time. Yeah. So I, and there's so many that I would have stopped because I had slow starts and yeah. then I have awesome finishes. I've gotten much better in the last couple years about picking up books. If I don't like it, I'll still just kind of push through. And finish it. I think this book was an exception because I started it in the summer. And I had a bunch of other books that I wanted to read. So, and this one was a, was a loner. It was a suggestion. Mm. Right now I'm doing so much research for the last from the past podcast that I'm reading books like strictly for that. And when you're doing that, it's so different. Like I just read this Babe Ruth one. But it was such a good read. But I didn't read it from start to finish. I like poked around and hunted for quotes and everything did you learn anything about babe ruth that they that you didn't already know oh yeah a ton we just recorded our episode on it it's going to be released on tuesday next tuesday last from the past podcast nice it, plug <laughs> you asked it's amazing i mean what how baseball was back then the shit talking and just the environment was people would die today they, they would say oh what a disgrace i can't believe these players are doing this but it was so much different back then. Hmm. I watched a documentary on the Fire Festival. I watched a Netflix documentary, though. There's two. There's Netflix and Hulu. You have to watch both. I haven't watched Hulu yet. Looks like, uh, by the guy, he frauded everyone. Terrible guy, but looks like a great time. A great story. Miserable time. But people that went now can say, like, oh, I was there. That's a story for the rest of their lives. Yeah, although you know what they arrived to, right? Which is like an island. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. Yeah, nothing. There's nothing. Yeah, it's interesting. Empty tents. Nothing. Yeah. You watched Murder on the Orient Express while I napped on your lap. I half watched it. Which is a bad way to watch a murder mystery. That's a good, it's a good, it's a good movie though. It's not like a award winning movie, but it's a good murder mystery. It's pretty yeah, cozy. Yeah, I would watch it again. It made me interested in um, Agatha Christie and maybe reading one of her books. Speaking of Agatha, 
I watched Mystery Alaska. Good tie. I cried the whole third act. Every time I watch Mystery Alaska, which is a hockey movie, it's much more than a hockey movie, though. Much more. Uh, So if you haven't watched Mystery Alaska, go watch Mystery Alaska. I just was cooking in the kitchen while Katie was taking a nap, and I was watching Mystery Alaska on my laptop just with tears in my eyes. I didn't cry the tears. They didn't drop, but they were welling up there. Because it was emotional? Yeah. Well... Or happy? Was it sad, happy, I don't really intense? do sad tears. It's happy because the town, it's this tiny town that prides themselves on being good in hockey. It's like their whole entire function is, is just that they're good at hockey. And then the New York Rangers come to play them. So it's like their pride is put to the test. And then they're like, they're seeing their husbands, brothers, fathers on the ice playing against the Rangers. Anytime a mom or dad or sibling have pride in the other person doing it or a wife or best friend, whatever. I, I cry when other people are watching a loved one filled with pride. Yeah. That's the biggest thing that makes me tear up in movies. It's a movie called 61 where Roger Maris is going to break the home run record and his wife is watching with like her life's on the line because she feels everything that he feels. Tears. Hmm. I think that's about it. All right. That's it. All right. Good show. We learned a lot. We laughed a couple times. Katie couldn't read that well, and that's about it. All right. Rude, See you guys next ending. week. No, what song do you want to play, Caitlin? Uh, this is Bridge Over Troubled Water, but not by Simon and Garfunkel. It is by Victory. Okay, I'm going to pull it up so we can get the good. So the artist is called Victory? Mm-hmm. And, okay, looks like she. it's a woman, her name, but she goes by Victory. Mm-hmm. All right, I do not like the Simon and Garfunkel version. And I love Simon and Garfunkel. I, I like Paul Simon's solo work better, but I love some Simon, Simon and Garfunkel songs, but I don't like Bridge Over Troubled Water. I think it's like really boring and grating, but hopefully I like this one. And all right, thank you guys for listening. Try your hardest, do your best. Katie? I got nothing. She got nothing. She's leaving because she thinks someone knocked at the door. Thank you guys for listening. See you later. When you're weary and feeling small, when tears are in your eyes, I'll dry them all. I'm on your side. Times get rough and
Hey everybody, it's Talking Jake here, and I want to tell you about a new podcast and video series you're not going to want to miss, The Deal. Every week, A-Rod and Bloomberg reporter Jason Kelly speak with big-time athletes, entertainers, executives, Maria Sharapova, Strahan, Jeter, and more. The Deal takes you behind the scenes into those worlds of sports, media, and entertainment. From Bloomberg Podcasts and Bloomberg Originals, you can listen to The Deal on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts.